Let's begin our sermon by all joining together and by praying. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be pleasing in your sight. For you are our rock, you are our redeemer. Amen. So I know it's not February 14th, but love is in the air today. Can you feel it? On the way here, you listen to some music as you're coming here. Were there any songs that you listened to about love or relationships or anything to do with that? Yeah, I'm guessing there were some. Last week, as you were sitting at home at night and you're scrolling through all the streaming options that you have, how many of those options were the, the rom-com, romantic comedies? How many were actual romance, like the deep drama romance movies? How many were the, the Hallmark, the Christmas Prince type movies too? Just tons and tons, right? Go this week. Go to the library on base or go to our local library and see how big the section is for romance books and romance novels. There's a ton and even, think about it, even if you were on it this morning, even our social media puts this emphasis on our relationship status, right? It's up on the top. It's one of the very first things that you see because apparently that's one of the most important things about us and who we are. Yeah, love is in the air. But I think even more, we could, talk, we could talk about how your life decisions and how you got to be here in this room or where we are today. I mean, I think it was love and love relationships that brought you back across the country way over here to this side. I think it was love and the relationships that you have that kept you bouncing around this country from base to base or around the world as you did as a family. It was love and relationships and that experience with love and relationships that was the thing that sent you down a new path and a new career and a new life. Without those things, you wouldn't be here. I mean, love motivates us and it drives us. And really, I think we could say it centers our lives in our culture as a whole and for us as individual people Love is a big deal. Well, a love-centered focus of life in our world, that's by design. When God created the world, do you remember how he made a special emphasis on love and relationships? First, he made Adam. And then as Adam is there, he tells Adam he has to name all the animals, and all of the animals come. Every single one comes pair by pair by pair. And Adam sees all of these animals and he names all of these animals by pair. And after Adam did that and he really realized that for him at that point there was no pair, there was no relationship, that's when God made Eve and brought her to Adam. Part of God's perfect design was that people were going to live together in perfect love for each other, love that was going to center and shape everything else about how they lived. It's all of this love-centered design that's going to help people know who God is a little bit better. God designed our world and us and our relationships to center around love 
because that's what he is. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. It's really fascinating, maybe more for me than you, but it's really fascinating, the grammar here, what's going on, that we don't have an adjective, that we don't have a description of God. God is loving. God loves people. God cares for people. But instead, no, this is just who God is. This is God's identity. This is what God tells him about us about himself. God is love. So much so that the love that we have in our lives, that we experience in our world, is just a reflection of him. But what else is really cool is that God's love is not just who he is and his identity and what he tells us about himself. God also puts his love into action. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. God's love and who he is motivated him to show unbelievable love. His love for us drove him give up his son Jesus. He loves us so much that he would give up anything so that we might live with him forever in heaven, so that we might live right now as forgiven people. God's love is not some abstract floaty feeling that's just out there around. No, God's love for us is real and it's an action. This summer, our family got to see love in action. Sorry, uh, Josh and Erica, if you're watching. Didn't have pictures of you. But uh, we had two different weddings that we got to go to this summer. And uh, wedding days, we can say, they are filled with love. It's love for family that drove us to get together back in the Midwest from all these faraway parts of the country. Even if it was only for a few hours and some of the relatives that came were just for a few hours because they loved people, they came and they were there. These wedding days were also days of love filled with the friendship kind of love going on too. People that both bride and grooms loved and cared about and had friendship relationships with, they were there those days. They supported them. They helped them. They made sure they had anything that they needed. Big hugs and giant tears filled their eyes as they watched their friends get married. They stood up near the front with them. But most of all, these wedding days, and any wedding day, hopefully, these were days about love because of the bride and the groom and their love for each other. And this was the beginning of their love relationship now in their marriages. So you could see it on their faces. You could hear it in their voices. These days were days filled with love. They were there doing this because they loved each other. But there's this underlying truth that kind of came out in both wedding services. And I think it's a really unique thing about marriage. And if you're married, you know this well. It's that probably the most obvious way that any of 
people, any of them who got married, any of us who are married, that we get to experience love in our lives. Marriage, we get the highs of love. But there's this other side, that marriage and marriage relationships are also the easiest and most obvious ways that we learn that real relationships are messy. That husband and wife, yeah, maybe even on that day or after that day, that they would annoy each other. That they'd have fights and they would say words that they wish they didn't say to each other. That because they would be with each other, probably more than anybody else in their lives, that they would sin against each other, maybe more than anybody else in their lives. On their wedding days, it was all about love, but not every moment of every day in their lives was going to reflect God's love like those days did. But you and I know this. And it's not just for people who are married here. No, this is all of our relationships in our lives. It's what we say and what we think and what we do. We know what love looks like. We know how we should treat other people. But then what kind of poor reflection of that perfect love do we live? When somebody speaks poorly about us, we give it right back. When somebody raises their voice and they get ready to fight and show us that they're ready to fight, we elevate ourselves too. We dig in. Even when somebody hasn't done anything to us to deserve anything bad coming from us, we wake up grumpy and we focus selfishly on ourselves and only us. I mean, all the people and all the relationships in all of our lives, we should have these awesome reflections of God's perfect love for us and we should love people like that. But they don't always look like that, do they? No, if we want to know this true definition of love, we got to look somewhere else first. We need to hear how God defines it. This is what you heard. This is God's definition. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. This is love. God loves sinners. God loves people who say and think and do what they shouldn't do. I mean, God loves people so much that he is willing to give up everything for us, even when we don't show love to him. His love is unique. His love is this perfect, self-sacrificing love that goes beyond any other reflection of love. His love is true love. And that's why it's really cool, the weddings that we got to experience, the, the picture of a wedding in true love is a picture that God gives us to help us understand his love a little bit better. While a wedding day is this awesome, fun day of love, more than that, it is a day of promises and commitment. 
Because at the center of that relationship is the choice to love your spouse and a promise that you are going to continue to make that choice to love them. That's God's love for us. That is his commitment to us. He wants a relationship with us, and he will never stop showing us love in Jesus. This is true love. He chooses us. And it's crazy, but you see his love in the cross. In this symbol that should be about death. And we look at it and we can't help but see love. Because love led him there. Love kept him there. Jesus died, but God's love didn't. No, his love was finished when our sins were finished and paid for there. When we look at the cross, we see love. His love is over there. In this beautiful blue bowl that is full of simple, plain water. Love that God promises is for all people. Love that works faith in the hearts of infants before they can understand. Love that adopts and brings people into God's family. Love that assures us of a better future one day in heaven. Baptism is God's love for us in a way that connects us to our Savior, Jesus. Love that's awesome today for some of us, but love that we don't ever want to forget. Love comes to us in the Lord's Supper. Through what we see and taste and touch as bread and wine, God loves us by giving us Jesus' body and Jesus' blood. Love that is for you, for sure, every time that you eat and drink. Love that is more than just the awesome outward symbol that this is, but love that is real forgiveness, that makes you walk away from the frontier with the smile on your face because it's love that forgives. God gives you and I so many real concrete ways to see his love and to know that he loves us. God cannot hide his love. That's something if you get to be around kids or have kids, you learn pretty quickly. I think I've said this before. Kids have no filter. Uh, some things you wish they would filter out. Some things that happen at home or things that you say you don't want them to tell anybody else and they go to their preschool class and did you know what dad did today? Did you hear how mom was yelling yesterday? Can I tell you about these things? And there's no filter, and it just comes all out. Did you know there's a really good side to the lack of filter for kids, though? It happens just random times during the day where your kid runs up to you and says, I love you. Unprompted. Not a normal time where you would hear it, not an exchange thing going on, and it just comes out. I love you. I love you. I love you. As much as they might try, they can't hide it. And it just shows itself. It's God's design that this happens for us people. This is where uh, the letter ends our little section today. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. 
No one has ever seen God. But if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. Isn't that crazy? Like our kids do when it comes out unfiltered, God's love is complete through us and our love and our reflections of his love. And when we do reflect his perfect, self-sacrificing kind of love, people see God's love. People learn about his love. So, let's love one another. And that's what we do. That's what grace is. Not about bonus points. Not about building up relationships. Not about getting anything back from God. But simply because he loves us, we love each other. So do it. Love like God loves. Make the choice to love. Let people see him through you. Because that's who God is. That's what grace looks like. This is the only way we can define grace. Through God's true love for us. Amen.